0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Thursday, February the 17th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, yuppify, which means to make more appealing to Yuppies. Yuppify. Hope everyone is enjoying or will enjoy their Thursday here uh, in North Carolina. The weather uh, warm expected to get up into the 70s. Surprise, surprise, surprise. 70s in February in North Carolina. Well, along with those 70s, they're saying we can expect some uh, quite possibly some severe thunderstorms with heavy winds later on this afternoon going into the evening and night. While the uh, Midwest, Kansas, is getting hammered with snow. And they're saying that's that front that's moving towards North Carolina. But by the time it gets here, it's gonna be rain and thunderstorms. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Surprise, surprise, surprise. Jesse is. That's the weather. That's North Carolina winter. Jesse is. Like always. Man, uh, let's talk about some sports. Man, I, I can't believe I, I, I missed this or, or didn't I saw it, but it, it really didn't uh, catch me. Uh, the trade has already happened. I think it's about two or three days ago, that James Harden-Ben Simmons trade. How odd is that? So it looks like James Harden is going to Philadelphia, and Ben Simmons is in uh, Brooklyn with the Nets. Man, what kind of trade is that? thought James Harden was a good fit in uh, Brooklyn, but we all know the troubles and woes with Ben Simmons in Philly. He wanted out. I guess uh, speculations are running rapid to uh, the point that he couldn't get along with Doc Rivers, the head coach, and he just wasn't happy with uh, playing in Philly as a whole. But no one knows. He's came out, said, hey, it, it wasn't the case. He enjoyed his time in Philly. And he, he has no problems with uh, Doc Rivers. He he just said, hey, I just wanted to leave. I mean, that's his right. That's his right. But th- that, that surprise was James Harden. I can't believe Brooklyn let James Harden go. I, I just can't. I, I just hope that he's not becoming, when I say uh, James Harden, hope he's not becoming one of those NBA journeymen. We we all know the journeymen of, of the NBA or NFL or any sports, I should say, where they go from team to team until they're uh, – and their career is just over. So, I, I, man, I hope he can uh, get a ring at some point in time. He's a good basketball player, man. I yeah, enjoy watching him play. Can't believe he's bouncing around from team to team like this. James Harden, the beard, <laughs> man. Uh, that that there is uh, odd, 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 odd. And of course, we know about the Lakers. <laughs> In their troubles, and their woes, and, and they, uh, wow. Uh, all that talent, that's all I can say, is all that talent. Uh, you guys should be doing way better than this. Just should, I would think. The talent's there. Looks like they can't pull it off and stay consistent. Uh, like I said before, I don't think they're, well, they could make it into the playoffs. Time is still uh, on their side. They could change it or switch it around, but I don't see that happening. And if they do, I don't see them going far. <laughs> I just don't. Uh, I'm a Lakers fan and I can tell you, I don't see them going far at all. All right, let's move along here. Also, man, uh, had two bomb threats yesterday at uh, two North Carolina universities, more specifically two historically black universities, uh, Fayetteville state university and Winston-Salem state universities. Uh, by the way, uh, they, they, Police gave the all clear. Apparently there were no bombs on the campus. Uh, these bomb threats, uh, I want to say going back into late last year and 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 then even in this year because North Carolina Central University here in, in, in Durham, they got a bomb threat last month. So it appears they're, 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 no, they're, they're targeting uh, historically black colleges because this happened, uh, what, Howard, I want to say Morgan State, and 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 then there was uh in addition to the two here in North Carolina yesterday there was a third one down in South Carolina also. Uh, many people are speculating or, or questioning, uh, as well they should why why target the historically black colleges? What's really going on? Officials, the FBI is pretty tight-lipped. They said they're still investigating. Well, that that's again, I mean that's just how the investigation goes, you don't want to tip your hand if you do know anything. But it, it is odd. It, it is odd that it's just historically black universities, colleges and universities that are being targeted with these bomb threats. Makes you wonder. Uh, like I always say, um, people and their uh, actions and reactions or their targeted thinking. Uh, uh, of trying to prove a point, I don't know what kind of point this proves by getting folks all riled up and 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 scared because you're calling around saying, "Hey, there's a bomb on campus." Not sure what the uh, purpose of that is. No more than just being a dingleberry. Uh, that's the only thing I could come up with. Just is man. Uh, like I said, details are, are aren't being released. They're still investigating. Yeah, this has been going on. Uh, yeah, the better part of last year. Now we're in the early 2022, and and we're still dealing with it, and we haven't gotten any uh, answers. A lot of people are up in, well, not up in arms, but they're uh, most definitely uh, uncertain, wondering what in the world's going on, and hey, what is going on, man? All right, let's go get it. I'm going to start this off with. Uh, <laughs> Russia and Ukraine, Russia, 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 Mother Russia, yeah, they're at it. <laughs> now, earlier in the week, Russia came out and said, hey, we're pulling troops back off of that border. But the U.S. and, and, and the other allies couldn't verify it. In fact, they went as far as uh, Google Maps. <laughs> we all know what Google Maps can do. Google Maps zoomed in and said, "Nah, Russia ain't left nothing. They ain't pulling no troops back. We can still see the aerial view of the troops and the equipment still there. But then Russia released a video showing they were loading up uh, uh, the tanks onto the, the, the trains or whatever and said, see where, but it's been determined that they are not or have not pulled any troops back from that border. In fact, so um, yesterday or, or last night, some, some Russians. Russian separatists uh, are being blamed for uh, shells dropping bombs in Ukraine. Now, the Russian separatists, they're in Ukraine. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, I believe what they call a term Russian separatists, they are Ukrainian. Though they, they, these are the ones that uh, they they want to remain true to the old communist way of living. Now, there's there's a video out showing that there has there's a gaping hole in a kin- kindergarten and inside of Ukraine, and they're blaming it on the Russian separatists. Apparently, the Russian separatists are dropping bombs, bombshells. Wow. Uh, Now, this is in the eastern part of Ukraine. Now, the U.S. claims that nearly 7,000 new troops are near the Russian border. So it appears uh, Russia has sent some more troops. Now, of course, Russia denies. Russia says, no way. (laughs) That's not us. It, Russia um this is the, the thing with 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 Russia and the, the, the thing with him they're saying that he pull, he said he pulls back the troops. This is what Russia has done uh continuously continuously since this, this Ukrainian thing started years ago decades ago. and this is what Russia does anytime anywhere it goes somewhere. They send out this false information plan possum, and then all of a sudden, boom, they're they're there. No surprise to me. It shouldn't be any surprise to anyone else unless you have short-term memory, because this has been going on with Ukraine for a while. Just has. I mean, I can remember a few years back, maybe 10 years back, uh, they went in, Russia was doing the same thing, pretty much what it's doing now. And and at this time they they amassed a large amount of troops and equipment and weaponry on the border. And then they pulled back uh, sometime later, but they, they, they always have been hanging around, if I could say that. And then you could go back to the, the nineties with that. uh, And I believe that's where these Russian separatists came from. If I'm not mistaken, if I can, if I can remember, uh, those were the ones, you know, when, when communism fell. Those were, there were a lot of people in the Ukraine. Uh, there was some in Poland even, and all those other uh, Eastern European countries that remain, remained uh, humble and, and wanted to pay homage to old communism, then didn't, communism, didn't want wanted to end. And, and that's why these, this is what these Russian separatists are. They're actual citizens of these countries that when communism failed, they remained true and hung on and clung to it, communism. And, and they're just there. They just are. Uh, they, uh, sorry to spoil the spoiler, but they aren't just, they aren't Russian spies that have somehow infiltrated these countries. They aren't. They're just the citizens that, that are left over from the old Cold War and communism. They just are. A lot of people have short-term memories, but I don't. And like I said, back going back to that 90s and that ethnic cleansing I can remember that because, hey, I was hanging around in the United States Navy and we were in that region. There were a lot of things going on and and we were there. Didn't know at the time how big it was. Hell, I was uh, a young kid, I want to say 19, 20, somewhere up in there. Didn't really understand what was going on. But as the years have flown by, now I see. Now I understand. Hey, uh, like I said, if you're thinking that this just spawned out all of a sudden this year or the end of last year, you need to go back and and, and look through history because Russia has been doing this for a while. This is is what Russia does. Russia wants to control that part of the Eastern Europe. It wants control that pipeline, that energy, the gas, the electricity. It wants part of it. It, It doesn't want part of it. It wants all of it. That's why they're so adamant about the United States and NATO staying out of their business. They just are. So, yeah, uh, a lot of folks, you you really need to go back and look look through history because, yeah, this is what Russia does. And they appear to do it oh so well. I got (laughs) to say. All right. I'm in with Russia. Let's move on here. Man, man, oh, man, oh, man. This next piece, this next piece. I hope it opens some folks' eyes to some things that are going on, especially when when dealing with uh, the election process here and also registering to vote and and whatever, what have you. It appears here in North Carolina, Brunswick County to be exact, that's going out towards the coast. Uh, Census data from 12 years ago reported a population of 107,431, as opposed to... uh, and 2000, when the population was at 73,143. So they've grown quite a bit in 20 some odd years. It went from 107,000 to 70, went from uh, 73,000, excuse me, to 107,000 in 20 years. So the, the population's growing. Now, what has come up uh, as a result of its first As a result of this population boom, it is one of the fastest growing counties in the state. However, last week, Brunswick County District Attorney's Office convened a grand jury and indicted eight people of election fraud. Wow. Wait a minute. Wasn't this around that same area where they had that guy that was going around uh garnering votes he he was you know taking people's absentee ballots and 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 registering folks to vote or whatever or what have you it was around that area on that eastern part of north carolina uh, it wasn't too far from the coast or some of the areas, the district he was, he was trying to get into. They were on the coast somewhere further down east towards that South Carolina border. I want to say it was around this area. Also, this guy was, well, he ended up getting in trouble, getting arrested. I don't think he, uh, I know they were trying to make himself serve jail time. I don't think he has, but yeah, it was around this area, but that's kind of un- unrelated to this story, but it does raise the eyebrow because, you know, like I said, Eight people were found um, guilty of election fraud after a thorough investigation by the North Carolina State Board of Election. Now, these eight individuals, uh, seven were convicted felons whose right to vote had not been restored. Because here in North Carolina, uh, certain level felons or, or what they call low level felons can still have their right to to vote, they petition the state board of elections, and they review and, and they can. But however, these seven convicted felons, their right to vote hadn't been uh, restored, or maybe they didn't even. Uh, I, 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 that's it's just astonishing. Now one is an undocumented immigrant. Mm. Now there were cases of swearing falsely in a primary or general election. Now, these uh, eight people, they varied in age, sex, race, and political affiliation. So it appears they were on both sides of the political spectrum, Democrat and Republican. Maybe Uh, they didn't specify what uh, party affiliation they were, but they said, hey, uh, it appears they they were Republican and Democrat. Now, that's, you got to say to yourself, how in the world does this happen in 2022? Now election fraud many on the uh, many politicians, more specifically the Republicans, have always said there's widespread fraud as it relates to registering and people voting. This right here does uh, kind of lend credence to that. How, do, how is it that eight people felons? seven of which are felon and one undocumented immigrant, somehow, some way participate in the election process. Now, the the state, uh, well, the, the district attorney there in, in Brunswick County uh, gave a hats off to the uh, state board of election and the local sheriff and, and handling the, the investigation. Because what happened, the state board of election workers, they did a thorough investigation. Didn't say what tipped them off. But maybe that you know, because a lot of times after election, uh, you can't really investigate or, or or what have you. As long as they have the right documentation, can't really investigate thoroughly to see if if they are who they say they are or if they're truly eligible. So they go back through and and what do they call it? Pull the election, uh, pull the the the. The role of those that have registered in in that particular or these particular elections, and they go back through and investigate and check their eligibility, and then that's when they come up with the discrepancy. So the DA thanked the state board of election uh, workers for doing their job, their due diligence. Um, Jess, wow. And with, with everything that's going to go back to this election fraud and the GOP, and, and they've been running, they're, they're, they haven't been running, but they've been out front saying, hey, check these, uh, we got to check these elections because a lot of people that are registered shouldn't be registered. And here we go with this. And, and you know, like that one undocumented immigrant. How often does this happen? You got to ask yourself, because I know I've heard of this case and there's been quite a few other cases. And now you have in new york where they're going to give the right to vote to those who aren't u.s citizens Uh, man it certainly strengthens the republican argument it just does how is it that people that aren't citizens or people that shouldn't have had their right to vote taken away are still registering and voting participating in the election process was it so maybe just maybe we might have to rethink some things and you know that's like I always said I always found it odd and it never sat well with me that when you go to vote all you have to do is once again recite your name date of birth address and you're allowed to vote no you don't have to present an ID you just go up there and recite a, a, a pretty standard Whatever you call it, name, address, date of birth, boom, go vote. Oh well, you got to announce your party affiliation, also. I left that out. Sorry about that. Forgive me. And then you go vote. That's that. That has always sat didn't sit well with me. It always seemed off. And so that's, uh, it, I mean, that's the reason why a lot of Republicans are saying, or the Republican Party as a whole is saying, "Hey, you need to start presenting ID." I, I gotta agree with that. I just do. I know many are going to say those in the marginalized communities that have been discriminated against for far so long. They can't afford an ID. Ah, bull, you know what? That's just your plight. That's just your way of garnering votes. It it just is. No one can dispute that with me. Because like I said before, you're not going to tell me in 2022, and going back to 2021, 2020, 2019, you're not going to tell me that those uh minorities, black and brown, are so disenfranchised. They're so, they've been so marginalized. The income to wealth gap is so low that they can't go and get an ID. And then you even went as far as to say a lot of them don't know where the to get an ID at. No, you're not gonna tell me that. You're not, I'm not going to accept that excuse. No, 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 no. I know better. Uh, you guys are garnering votes. And you've probably been doing these things because uh, these eight people, they just didn't pop on the scene. This has been going on for a while. This is the argument of Republicans. And this is the argument of many citizens also. And if you're saying to yourself, Well, you know, those people, they are marginalized and disenfranchised and they have been discriminated. Yeah, I give you that. They have been discriminated against, marginalized, whatever your little rant and rave, however you give credence to the nonsense that that you you don't have to have an ID to vote. I give you that, but I don't think these, uh, us as minorities, I don't think we're that far behind the times that we can't go and get an an ID or driver's license. I just don't. I just don't Now They've also gone as far as to say those that own public assistance, they're on a fixed income and money's tight. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But I think and I can rest assured when I say this, I think if it came down to it, I know full well you would go get an ID. I mean, I just don't understand that argument. I don't I, I It's beyond me. It just is. But that's the argument. That's the plight. But this story here with these uh, eight individuals and this election fraud and that false swearing, (laughs) uh, it, it makes you think and makes you wonder and should open your eyes that the Republicans aren't just running around, running their mouth, trying to scare people into not voting. This is actually going on. This is actually going on. And we need to, as citizens, we need to put a stop to it. Uh, care less about those elected officials, but us as citizens, the, us as those people that have this right to vote and we see stories or hear stories like this, we need to put a stop to it because it's absurd that you can just walk in there and just vote. How many times, how many precincts are you doing this out at? How long has this been going on? How many more are out there that are doing this? Is this a standard practice. Maybe it is. Seems like. It It just does. And and now, you like I said, you have in, uh, the elected officials in New York for uh, for whatever reason, they're saying, hey, we want to give rights to votes to those uh, undocumented. Well, not undocumented, but those immigrants that aren't U.S. citizens that work and pay taxes, we're going to give them the right to vote, although it be in the. Uh, the local municipality elections, I guess it's like your school boards, your your wards, your county commissioners, or, or however they word it up there, they're going to give them the right to vote. Um, I understand that argument also. I mean, yeah, they work, pay taxes, they use uh, services, school, hospitals, their tax dollars go towards that. Uh, however, I, I got to say, I, I, as heartless as this sounds. That's not part of the process. I don't think they should have the right to vote. I mean, I just don't. And and you may be saying to yourself, well, that's that's cruel, heartless, and times have changed. Yeah, times have changed. And apparently the laws have changed, too, because they're giving them the right to vote. We got that going on. We got foolishness like this where we're still finding people that are working their way through the system and, and manipulating the system and voting when they shouldn't be voting. I think the whole uh, election process, honestly, truthfully, from my perspective, needs to be seriously looked at. Uh, Changes might need to be, or not might, changes have to be made to secure the right to vote and make sure the right ones are voting. You can't just give people the right to vote because they're here, because they work and pay taxes. I don't think that's, well, if you're not a citizen, you, you, you shouldn't have a right to vote. I know a lot of people are going to say, man, that's hard heartless. They work, they pay taxes. Like I keep, I, I hate to keep saying that because that seems to be the, the argument. They work and pay taxes. Well, yeah. And and they know what's a state. I mean, if they're immigrants and they come into the United States, they know what they need to do and want to do to become citizens to have that right to vote. Now, some are saying that process of becoming a citizen is so long and arduous uh, it just is. Where's the incentive to become a citizen if you're going to give it to them and they don't even have to become senate, uh, citizens? There's no incentive. There just that just isn't. There's no incentive, and you just come and and for however many years you're here and you, you get your visa or whatever or, or or what have you, and you could become a, a, a registered voter and vote. Uh, if you're thinking to yourself. You're saying, well, that's only, like I said, in the, the municipality elections, what's going to stop that? Move on up to the next level, the general election, primaries. What's the reason of stopping there? Um, this sounds, uh, I got to say, it sounds like uh, garnering votes, gathering those votes for a certain political party. And then you have the other political party that's saying, hold up, wait a minute, you can't do that. You're just giving people the right to vote. Chances are, who are they going to vote for? The one that gave them the right to vote are the ones they're going to vote for. Just are, and and like I said, this uh, uh, election process, yeah, it needs to be looked at. It has to be looked at, man, because there's a lot of loopholes and a lot of people are creeping through them. Um, like with anything, I, I think, uh, and I've I, I said it about the uh, justice system. I've said it about uh, the 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 higher Echelon and politics, the Senate, in the House, or or whatever, uh, the the whole process, uh, the United States whole process, whether it be election or criminal, it has to be done over. It's an antiquated system that probably hasn't been looked at for God knows how long. We, we seem to have uh, uh, enough time and energy to put into any and everything else. But somehow, way, when it comes down to this election process, it, both sides, really, they start hollering and screaming about tainting the, the, the election process. Well, isn't this a taint on the election process? You have eight people, seven felons, one immigrant that are uh, are registering and voting. And then you have those in New York and, and other countries. Uh, Cities in the United States, because San Francisco, they're giving rights to vote to immigrants. Isn't this a tainted problem? What's the holdup? Why hasn't this been looked at seriously? Why isn't this an election ir- issue? Many say that it is, but the media, is. Qu- you're going to let the media quash? You're going to let the media dictate what you do as an elected official from whatever district you're from, for the people of that district, you're going to let the media bulldog you like that? Or is that a, an excuse? I think it's an excuse. I really do. Or is it that enough citizens aren't raising hell about this? Makes you think, makes you think, makes you think. Uh, I honestly think and believe wholeheartedly uh, a lot of politicians, regardless of the polit- their political affiliation, they're all in on this somehow some way when i say in on this somehow some way they're getting votes they keep returning back to office like i said how many people how long has this been going on this isn't the first instant these aren't the first groups this has been going on for a minute and it is a uh, uh hey could be a standard practice just could. yeah well i'm gonna get out of here Got to go to work later on anyway, so I'm going to skedaddle, but yeah, uh, hats off once again to that DA's office. Hats off. Good job. Well, that's all for me today, and I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer, feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response, and I would love to hear your voice, so offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions, continue to follow, and listen on Anchor. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio, Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Cornegay for This Is Just A Thought. Amen.